Welcome to a couple of Rad Techs podcasts where we bring you an inside look at the world of radiology from the unique perspective of a married couple of radiologic technologists. Together, we have years of experience, exactly 30 years in the field, and we are here to demystify the science of medical imaging. Radiology is the unsung hero of the medical field, providing doctors with crucial images and information that help diagnose and treat illnesses. Join us as we explore the latest techniques, technologies, and innovations in radiology and discover the vital role we play in the healthcare industry. So come along for the ride as we share our passion for radiology as a married couple. Welcome, everyone. I appreciate you all coming today. As always, we have an amazing guest with us. We have Rollis Fontenot. I got it right. I hope I got it right. Rollis is is the founder of HR Maximizer, and he is joining us today to, we're going to talk a little bit about something different today. This is our business conversation today, everybody. We're going to talk about business because my background is in healthcare, and I have done you know, recruiter thing, young things with recruiters as well. And I got some feedback. I'm sorry. Is that me? Okay, test. There we go. So I've actually done jobs with recruiters before. So I was very interested to have Rollis on our program today. So let me just tell you a little bit about Rollis and his company, HR Maximizer. It's a talent acquisition recruitment coaching. He's a recruitment coaching excuse me, recruitment coach, helping HR leaders and professionals to build their recruiter and job brands to fill the hardest positions. And that is really amazing. And the one thing I do want to talk about is he's a national speaker, but his business, it actually does something I've never heard of. So I want to talk about this today. It's the only subscription-based talent acquisition service of its kind in the U.S. So Rollis, welcome. Tell us more about HR Maximizers. Well, thank you for having me. And I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. You know, as far as um, the beginnings of this, um, we had situations where we were running through the budget of our clients too quickly. <laughs> like we had one client, we ran through the entire recruiting budget in about six months. We're like, you know, we got to figure out a better way to deliver because we could actually deliver and do much more if we just kind of touched up or kind of adjusted how the business relationship worked. And so at the time when we came up with this, you know, Netflix was very popular. People were were very used to having a cell phone plan where everything was included, all the minutes, all the data and everything. So why, why can't we make recruiting like that? Why is it that every time someone makes a hire that to pay some big, huge fee, why can't we just make it a monthly subscription that they pay? And then we help to get as much value for the dollar as possible on a monthly basis. And so that, that was the beginning or the genesis of the idea of subscription based recruitment, because it helps to bring down the cost um, or in some cases, keep the cost the same, but bring up the level of production or what they're getting for the money. I see a lot of businesses going more towards membership than subscriptions. I mean, I think about all the subscriptions I have to the things that I use. I mean, when I, for my health coaching, I have a, a recipe subscription and I found it to be one of the best things. I could turn it on when I need it, when my business is really, really high and I could turn it off when it's not. I'm not like stuck in it and running through my revenue. Like you say, I love that idea. What has been some of, what have been some of the things that you've seen come out of that as far as business making that adjustment? Because I mean, where did you come up with that idea? I mean, who where did you come up with let's do a subscription? I mean, who who thinks of that in recruitment? Well, you know, they say the necessity is the mother of invention, right? So uh, using that example of that one client is stuck in my mind. I was like, that's a client I would like to work with year round. And that's a client I would like to give them more value for the money. 
And so that was kind of like the beginning of it. And then I I started pitching it to or presenting it to different um, current clients as well as prospective clients. And because it's such a foreign idea, it was hard for them to grab, just grasp heads around it, right? And so even that company who we ran through their budget in six months, they they didn't they didn't want it. They just they they, they like paying it the old way. I was like, okay, no problem. Um, but we had our first client take it on in late 2014, and it, it just it's just amazing. What the biggest thing that I love about it that I didn't expect, Chandria, is that it actually puts yourself on the same side of the table with the client, right? So we're we're in this together collaborating. How can both of us together mm-hmm. come up with a solution together? How can we produce more and do more together versus us competing? Because normally the way our business works is we're trying to find someone faster than the client does. Right. We're both going to do it on our own. And whoever, whoever uh, wins gets the money kind of right. thing. So instead, we kind of flip the script on that. Let's work on the same side of the table. Let's work to get solutions, um, come up with solutions together to, to, to use an old term I like to use a lot is that the rising tide lifts all boats. So the more that I help them, it helps me. And the more that they help me, it helps them. And so as, as we, as we uh, progress, we progress together. And so we found that together we actually achieve more, uh, which I guess it goes back to the whole teamwork thing, right? Together, yeah. everyone achieves more. Yeah, I mean, that is really cool because I I didn't think about the fact that that is how recruitment works. The client is trying to get someone and you also and whoever does it. I mean, so I could see why they really couldn't grasp it, because when I read it, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. And I've worked you know, with recruiters before. I have several friends that are and I'm like, I've never heard anybody do that. It's genius. And obviously it's working. Absolutely. And it's making keeping the client happy. What do you think? I know you talked about um, three things that you do in your recruitment to help your clients attract hard to find candidates, because I'm thinking about now in the culture of healthcare that I work in and radiology. That's uh, what I've done for 20 years. My husband does it as well. And I've gone out on assignments before. I have never in my life, Rollins gotten this many i get calls i think i've gotten about 20 calls today plus text messages from recruiters offering me money and when the pandemic was higher i was getting offers that were like i was sitting there thinking to myself man how many masks can i wear and go to this job (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly you know it's a very competitive marketplace and so if your viewers are watching you're mostly talking about what we call contingent work staff or temporary assignments, contract assignments. And that's not a, a side of the business that we work in much. We work more on the permanent staff side, uh, try to get those long-term solutions done. But I do know that business well. I was in that business for about five years and it was it was rewarding. I, I learned a lot from being in it. And uh, to be frank with you, the past year or so, I, I definitely missed the money because, I mean, there was some definitely some big dollars floating around if I was in that side of the business. Um, but so we, we, we decided to stay on our, in our lane. We decided to stay on the perm side. So we're continuing to help organizations to figure out ways they can actually tackle the long-term problem that helps to fix the right now today problem, but that's kind of more like this. And we kind of help them see further out in the future. Um, what can we do to build a relationship, uh, between ourselves and the client? What can we do to build out the right kind of content? that will resonate with their audience 
And what can we do to collaborate and make that content better than it would have been if we just try and do it on our own or if they try and do it on their own? Because we have access to data and market market analysis and things like that that they just wouldn't have access to. But they have more access to things about their culture, different people on um, their team that have different stories like career progression, uh, different people have stories about how they were able to get education through working for the organization and progressing their career that way. Uh, we they have examples of how they they, they can show how folks um, got on with the organization. Maybe as like a, a secretary on the unit, and now they serve as a director of a department. So I mean, they they know those kind of stories, and as we collaborate with them, we can we can help to position those stories in a way that the nurses or you know rad techs or whoever's going to watch it will want to watch that video. So we work with them on that, which is very important. That's really smart because I, I, I've been in areas and a lot of us in the allied health field, you know, sometimes we'll get recruiters. I've gotten recruiters that have, you know, reached out or tried to advertise towards me in from a nursing perspective, but it just goes right over me. You know, I, I, I just don't get it. I'm like, you know, no, that wasn't me. I'm radiology or people that are nursing. If you're used to recruiting towards respiratory. So that makes a lot of sense. And I definitely want to talk about those three things you mentioned. Attracting the right client. You you help them with relationships, content and collaboration. Tell talk a little bit more about, you know, because networking is very key. I mean, and even in recruitment, your networking is very important as well. But how in those three areas specifically do you help your clients? Well, you know, the, mostly when I talk about relationships, that's going to be between us generally and our clients. But then also it involves with our clients and the relationships they have with the candidates that they're working with. Because, you know, if they're not treating those candidates right, um, and they're squandering those. Well I, well, I like to think of them as assets or inventory. If they're squandering it, uh, how can you expect more, right? You know, a lot of us, we know the old saying about he is faithful and least is faithful and much, right? So you're not taking care of the cans you have coming in. How are you going to be able to take care of the, 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 the larger volume that we'll bring to the table? So we do work with things like that. We also work with things like how can you make your content relevant to your audience? So using the, the let's say your example, um, what are some things you would want to see? We've asked people in healthcare what you want to see. And you can tell me if this resonates with you. You probably will want to see. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. This is just one of the many free resources I offer to my clients to dump unhealthy habits and begin living. Be sure to visit my website for more free resources and health coaching. Again, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others so they can join the Let's Chit Chat podcast. Have a great day, you guys. See you next episode.